0: You guys have heard me talk about podcast management a lot over the last couple of episodes, and you're starting to share some questions with me. Some of the most common ones I get are, are people even still starting podcasts? Or, I'm not really good with tech. Is podcasting hard to learn? Or, don't I need to get more experience before I niche to podcast management? These are valid questions and are rooted in some pervasive myths that we often hear about the podcast industry. In today's episode, I'm going to debunk four of the most common misconceptions about podcast management for good. I'm ready to clear this stuff up once and for all. If you've been thinking about podcasting but are worried that there are too many obstacles standing in your way, this episode is for you. You're listening to the Support Squad Podcast, where virtual assistants come together to share their best business tools and tips. Virtual Assistant for Life Coaches Sharon Nissen created the Support Squad with a firm belief in community over competition. Whether you're a new virtual assistant looking for advice on how to get started, or an established virtual assistant looking to expand your skills and invite even more abundance into your career, In the right place. Working from home doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Now, here she is, the host of the Support Squad Podcast, Sharon Nissen. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome into the Support Squad Podcast. Now, I know the title of today's episode is Four Common Myths, but I actually see these more as limiting beliefs. Because we hear these things come up sometimes, these questions and concerns, and I often wonder, is there any evidence to support this? Or are these things that people are just telling themselves because they're scared to take that next step into podcast management? We can make things seem so big and scary in our heads. We can limit ourselves so much by telling ourselves we're not ready or it's too hard or it's not right. And I just want to kind of clear up for some of you guys today, and let you know that you are in control here. There is so much opportunity available for you if you're ready to dive in and do the work. And that takes me to our first myth, or limiting belief, as I might call them throughout the episode. And the first one is that the podcast industry is oversaturated. I get why this happens. When you hop on Instagram, it probably seems like there are a lot of service providers who are specializing in podcast management. And you might be thinking, there's no room for more podcast managers. Like, we have enough. And I just want to tell you, that's a little a limiting belief and a myth, and I'm going to debunk it right now. So, when it comes to um asking ourselves, is the podcast industry oversaturated, I want to come at this from two different angles. So first, there's the practical side, like numbers wise, is there really too many podcasts? Um, Are there um, is there enough podcast to go around for the number of podcast managers out there? And if you feel like there's not enough people creating podcasts and too many people to manage them, I just want to let you know that's not true. Every year, the number of people launching podcasts goes up and they're projecting that it's only going to continue in 2022 for people to continue to make podcasts at an increasing rate. And the reason I think that we think that there's not You know enough podcasts to go around for the number of podcasting podcast managers is because we might be thinking of podcasting in an outdated way. Like back in the day when podcasts started, you kind of had to already have a platform. You had to be a well-known celebrity or a public figure to really have a podcast. It didn't make a lot of sense for just your average Joe or your average like business coach to have a podcast because at that time we hadn't learned all of the different ways that we can use that content. But these days, I'm seeing that podcasts are just another form of content creation, similar to blogging or YouTube. It's just another way for people to create content. The way that we're thinking about podcasting should change. No one's trying to become like a celebrity by having a podcast. I mean, none of the the online coaches that I know are are trying to become famous or something like that. What they're interested in doing is finding a new way of creating content that's gonna connect in an intimate way with their ideal client. And that's exactly the purpose that podcasts serve. So in that sense, I don't see podcasts going anywhere. Like I said, the numbers are already showing us that more people are creating podcasts than ever before. I think people are going to continue to start podcasts at that same rate because we've all seen now how powerful podcasting is as a form of of content. And I actually think that every online business coach, most small business owners should have a podcast. All right, so then let's look at more of kind of the mindset side when you're thinking about is the podcast industry, um, is the podcast industry oversaturated? Um, and the, the mindset side is is there going to be too much competition and how could i possibly stand out when there's already so many people um so my thing about competition is i i just literally don't believe in in competition. (laughs) That might sound wild, but I truly believe that there's no such thing. I believe that if we can get clear on what we offer, we can get clear on who our ideal client is, and we can line up our marketing um, like that so we get seen, we get visible, and we provide great service, there's no competition. If you're operating in that way, you can carve out your own unique space inside the podcasting world. It takes getting clarity, showing up and making it happen. You can't think about all of the other people cause sure there's like a lot of podcast managers, but as we know, the cream rises to the top. The people that show up, stay consistent, find clarity in their marketing and provide great results are always going to be able to find clients. Another myth or limiting belief or concern that I hear about podcast managing is that it's too technical or difficult to learn. And I get where people are coming from with that too. And um, I mean, think about it. If we've never done any kind of audio editing editing before, if we've never used platforms like Libsyn that you use for podcast publishing, it can seem really daunting because it's kind of like wow, I'm really broadcasting something, you know, we're really putting something out into the world. And it can seem kind of scary to imagine yourself being in the person in control of that. But like I shared a couple episodes back, I taught completely taught myself how to be a podcast manager. I taught myself all the ins and outs of it. And what I learned is that it's so systemized that you only have to learn each piece of the process once. And then you use that same kind of template or process again and again. So yes, of course, there are some technical things you're going to have to learn. But I think you'll find once you start doing it, that it's a lot easier than you think it is editing a podcast episode, it sounds kind of scary, um, especially if you've never done that before. But when you really break it down, it's just putting on an intro, taking out some of the spaces, the ums, the stuff like that, taking out the filler words, putting an outro on at the end, then you put it in a system that equalizes the sound for you, and then it's kind of done. It's really not as complicated as it might be in your head. And if you just take it step by step, you learn each piece, you'll find that once you know how to do something, mystery solved. You can repeat that process again. And what's great about podcast management is that you really learn how to refine those skills because you're repeating it over and over again, episode by episode, launch by launch. It's all the same steps that you're completing. Another thing that's important when we think about it being too technical is we need to get clear with our clients on their goals do they like do they care how polished the audio is do they care if you take out every um and filler word do they care about all that and so that's one important thing throughout the client journey is just communication with your client how much time do you want me to spend with this how high quality does does this need to be because it can really vary from client to client I worked with a client who would record her podcast on her iPhone while she was out taking her daily walk it was called the walk with me podcast and she just be out walking, and she'd elaborate on a topic, and that was the format of her podcast. She didn't even want me to add on an intro or outro or anything. She would just send me the audio and be like, I want this published on my podcast. And, um, you know, of course, I coached her through, you know, podcast best practices, but the way she did the podcast served the purpose for her. Her purpose was just to get content out on a weekly basis, and she found the best way for her to do that was to talk on her iPhone while she was out for a walk, and it actually ended up being a really cool way of producing the podcast. Whereas I have worked with some clients who who are really worried about the filler words and the spaces, and they want a little more editing. And um, so you have to base your packages around that and get clear with your clients about how much time you're actually spending doing all these technical pieces. It's all about communication. And once you can learn that and figure out the technical pieces to make sure that what you're doing um, editing-wise aligns with your client's expectations, you're golden. So another myth or limiting belief that comes up Um, People think, I need experience to get started. I mean, before I can call myself a podcast manager, obviously, I need to have been doing this for a while, Um, especially if you've never done podcasting before. And I want to remind you again of my story. I know I just said it, but I really, I just jumped into podcast management with a client. I had never done it. I learned every piece all by myself. And the thing is, you don't have to have experience in order to do the work. You just have to make sure you can deliver the results that the clients expect. So that might take, you know, doing some research, mapping out every step. And what I always recommend is that anyone that's interested in podcast management, start from the beginning, map out everything that you do from editing to publishing a podcast. And then if there are pieces you don't know how to do, ask yourself, how can I learn to do that? Can I go onto YouTube to find tutorials? Can I enroll in a course? Can I ask someone for help? And that's another important thing too. Because just, um, just because you market yourself as a podcast manager, you don't necessarily have to complete every piece of the process personally yourself. You can either create packages that leave out the pieces you don't like to do. So maybe you don't love the social media marketing part of it. Um, you don't love creating the graphics. That's fine. You can not include that in your packages. You can just do editing and publishing. But if you want to create those more dynamic offers and all-inclusive packages for your clients, You can start thinking about which pieces of the process you can outsource to a subcontractor. And even from the beginning um, of being a podcast manager, you can start off with an agency model. There's lots of options. You don't have to personally complete every piece of the process. And then i um, just kind of final myth that people seem to think about podcasting is that it's gonna be so stressful. You know, it's a weekly thing. Every week you're putting out a new show and it can, like, thinking about that, it's, it's kind of overwhelming to think, how do you keep up with that week after week to produce the content, to edit it, to publish it, to do the marketing? It must be so stressful, right? But of course, as you've heard me share over the last couple of weeks, podcast management is actually the least stressful thing that I ever did as a service provider. Because when we think about managing a podcast, a lot of our clients are going to want to batch their content, and we can create a production plan that allows a lot of space. One of my biggest mottos is there are no emergencies in podcasting. There should never be a reason that someone is like, oh my gosh, it's last minute. We have to get this episode out tomorrow. A skilled podcast manager will be able to work with their clients to create a production schedule that allows stress-free content creation for everyone. So that was one thing I always want I always made sure to let my clients know is that the more we can plan this stuff out ahead, the more space, the more freedom it opens up for both of us. Um, yes, it is work to come to come together with a schedule for producing a weekly podcast for batching out content. but putting in that work during the project management and planning phase really pays off um, and it ends up with um, both you and your client getting the freedom that you're looking for. And trust me, if you can create freedom for your clients, you're going to be their biggest asset ever. So if you're worried that podcasting is is going to be stressful, it can can be if you're flying by the seat of your pants. But with the right systems in place, with the right communication with your clients, it can actually be one of the most spacious and stress-free services you can provide. So guys, I know this was kind of a short and sweet episode, but after sharing all of that, um, sharing all that I've been um, talking about over the last couple of weeks and hearing from you guys about some of your concerns or limiting beliefs about becoming a podcast manager, I just wanted to take this time today to address some of those questions. I think it's really important that these things that we're so scared of, we realize that once we get in and actually do it, that fear goes away. So if you've been thinking about podcast management, I recommend just getting on YouTube, doing some research, figuring out what those steps are, and jumping in. It's one of the best things I ever did in my business. Thanks so much for tuning into the Support Squad podcast. Make sure to check out the show notes for this episode on thesupportsquad.com. If you liked today's episode, I'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts got questions or want to chat about what you heard today find me on Instagram at@, at the and shoot me a DM. I'd love to chat with you. Talk soon.